0: Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive, Drive time, time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two at Drive Time Sports on
1: the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, he is out today. I'm Randy Rainwater from the Capital City. Now to Trey Betty,
0: brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293, family-owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service.
1: Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. It's just guy yeah hey, just me just me and you what about everybody listening well okay guys hi guys <laughs> all right Trey. <laughs> Trey wants to cover all the bases so we'll 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 help him in that regard I'm going to start you off with this question by way of our southern structural solutions buzz text line for mr biddy let's say coach Kenny G sounds like the uh, singer doesn't it uh entertainer opts not to remain as OC at the end of the season coach Pittman comes to you for your list from head coaches at lower levels and available position coaches can you give us three to four names that are on your OC list
2: goodness did you <laughs> did you know you had a lot on the spot <laughs> <laughs> yeah give me give me a minute <laughs> Um you know i don't know that it's going to be up to Kenny Guyton uh, necessarily to like uh say he's he's out on the job <laughs> i think he would rush to take the job if it were if it were offered to him it that would be a pretty big uh promotion that he has a chance to audition for it here um yeah that that would be a tough one i mean why like everybody would want me to say bobby petrino or something like that i mean I, i've been asked so many times if bobby petrino could come back and be offensive coordinator it's just uh, that's not happening. But um, so he, I can tell you who wouldn't be on my list. It'd be Bobby Petrino. <laughs> that's about all I can give you right now. <laughs>
1: uh, that would be interesting. I, I, I'm not sure I, I would believe that Bobby would come to Arkansas only to be their offensive coordinator. But that's neither here nor there. We'll give you time to think about that one if. If, uh, Thanks, di- Brandy. I appreciate a little time. I know, I know. Different day, <laughs> different time. We might uh, we might approach this again. Um, this also from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line says, you said the offense looked different in the offseason. Why did yep. Enos refuse to run what they did in practice
2: to get his payday? Don't Oh, I don't think that's what is going on. But, uh, you know, you talk to anybody that was there at open practices and not just media people but, you know, boosters and other people who were invited, they will say the same thing. This is not the offense that we were watching. And, you know, you can turn on the red-white game and see. that's This isn't the offense that Arkansas was running. Uh, I think when they got into the season, Started running some issues running the ball, uh, protection issues, obviously. um, And that's possibly what played a role in in, uh, some of the things they decided to do. Adopted more quick passing game and, um, you know, trying to get away from, I guess, longer developing plays more and more. We certainly saw them earlier that resulted in a lot of sacks. So I think just the way the season went and with K.J. taking so many hits, probably – played a role in, in why they started altering some things that they did. But no, this isn't this isn't what I expected the offense to look like. I didn't expect um, you know, runs on third and nine and um you know, just one screen pass after another after another after another or uh, you know, no vertical passing game whatsoever. That's not what we saw. That's not what we saw in, in, in camp. And so it just seemed like they just kept getting tighter and tighter with things and um Hopefully that'll go away. I, I do think we're going to see a lot more tempo, you know, getting back to that. And that's in this day of college football. Um, it's not my personal favorite style of offense, but it's the style of offense that works given the rules uh, in college football. And uh, I tell you what, I, I like 471 yards a game a lot more with that type of offense versus uh, 300 yards a game uh, with a pro style.
1: Yeah, no question.
2: Trey, going back to
1: how this game plan kept getting squeezed down and uh, to the point where it was so predictable, two rushing mm-hmm. attempts, maybe a, a an attempt to pass on third down. Was this all Dan Enos? Did Enos not have to submit some kind of game plan uh, mm-hmm. for Sam Pittman to, to basically approve or... Uh, well the way
2: I I took it in the press conference was they had those conversations and then when it comes down to it that's not that's not what they're calling. But you know, Pittman has made it clear that he gives, you know, people you know a lot of autonomy uh you know he did with defensive coordinators he did with when Browse was at arkansas you know he, he's going to step in here and there like you know hey you got two downs uh to get it on this one you know when you got third and fourth down to get it or we're going to go for it or not go for it or give me a run or give me a pass those kinds of things are pretty common for coaches uh but i think he's always felt like you know, you have a job to do, and, you know, you're going to do your job. I'm going to do my job, which is oversee, and defensive coordinator is going to do his job. And, um, you know, that's how a lot of coaches run things. Other coaches kind of have their fingers on everything. So kind of how Petrino was. He had his finger on everything. So when he was out of the picture, everything just kind of fell apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, but, yeah, I mean, and I, I I do that with my guys. I mean, obviously it's, it's a different type of deal, but, um, you know, Curtis is here to cover basketball, and once Curtis showed me that he didn't need me hovering over him at all, um, then I stopped, you know, and let him cover basketball, and, you know, as long as I see he's doing a good job, then, you know, i let him do his job, and I don't think anybody wants someone hovering over them, you know, just from a management standpoint. Um so, yeah, that's kind of what I think Sam Pittman was doing in a lot of ways, um, you know, managing the program, which is a lot more than just who calls plays. I mean, it's recruiting constantly, um, you know, taking care of players, all, all kinds of, you know, <laughs> there's a lot that goes into it. Uh, but, you know, he obviously had some input for Dan Enos, and from what I can gather, Enos kind of ignored it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's a, a, a accurate observation. While we're here yeah, right now. Exactly. One
1: reason. Jake, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey?
3: Absolutely. Uh, good afternoon to the Lord. Good afternoon, What's up, Trey. buddy? Hey, man. Uh, in the words of Orville Henry, I believe it was that said it, what he said when, when Houston Nut was hired over Tommy Tuberville, I am furious, is that not what his famous article was?
2: He wasn't happy with the hire. Now, he did change his mind
3: later. But did he not come out with, like, I mean, that was his quote, that I am furious. Was there not, like, a column that was titled that?
2: I, I remember him being, um, that not being his, I mean, I was in, that was a yeah. long time ago. I was in college. But it, I remember yeah. him not being in full support of that decision, yes.
3: Let me, let me tell you guys something, man. I, I was behind Houston Nut and I can tell you exactly when he lost me. And it was the year before he was fired when he gets to Kentucky. When he left, a minute and thirty seconds, thirty-six seconds on the clock, where we could have ran out and won the game. Instead, we ended up punting in them, and they scored. Fourteen seconds
2: left.
4: And where was
3: that it, game? It, it, it was uh, Kentucky. The year before he it, was fired. Was it
2: in Fayetteville or was it at Kentucky?
3: I believe it was in Fayetteville. I'm not 100 percent sure. That would okay, so that would have been. Yelling. yelling yeah, at the That would have been like. Run, run right. on the clock. Run on the clock.
2: That would have been, and um, that would have been the year he was fired, or not fired, but whatever you want to call it. And I, yeah, I remember yeah. I was at the game. I remember being, you know, in the stands, going down field level. I remember them going. Uh, what I remember from that game that really stands out was uh, there was a like a horde of fans that came over uh, to boo. Houston and the team as they were exiting the tunnel. That was really that was when, that was when it was over for Houston that game. Yeah, and I just remember thinking, I remember looking, and there was all these recruits because I, I guess the fans didn't know that they were like going all. You know, standing right over the recruit section and just yeah. raining booze down. I just remember thinking, "Well, none of these guys are coming here." <laughs> yeah.
3: well,
5: but
2: uh, that was the my, game. That my, was the game that had ended for Houston. Yes.
3: Yeah. My my point is, I really feel like this last weekend was a turn point with Sam for me, man. And I hate. I, listen, mm-hmm. I, I know all the questions. Who are you going to replace him with? What are you going to do? You can't go through a coach every four years. You're going to have to install a brand new system, new coaches. Blah 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 blah.
6: You can't have that. But if you have to, you have to. I would love to keep the guy yeah.
3: on, but you've got to win. you got to win. Right. These seven to three on homecoming against Mississippi State? What's the answer to this, Dre? Is there any yeah. way to write this ship that, like, for for, uh, – I'm not trying to be irrational. I'm trying to think as rationally as possible. How do we write this ship? Please give yeah, your I, uh, honest opinion, <laughs> as always, Man, go Hogs. I I love your Walker Hogs. All right. Talks,
2: talk All right. You. Thank you, Jake. Thank you. Well, he makes some good points because, like, if there's nothing to salvage, then what are you trying to salvage by keeping them, right? Um, and when you look at it right now, you just go, like, like, what, what what's so great? <laughs> like, oh, great, keep everybody. You know, everybody, everybody gets to come back for another year, you know. Um, are you just delaying the inevitable, you know, just because 2024 probably would be a rough season uh, with a start over? Um, it's rough right now. <laughs> and if you know 2024 didn't go well with Pittman then it's going to be rough in 2025 mm-hmm. you know so uh it's not a great situation to be in obviously uh, from an athletic director standpoint and you know university standpoint uh it is easier to sell hope than you know one more chance i think uh, i think that's one reason you see a lot of changes because once you know it, it and it, it's not like it's not like any of these changes were the right decision were they I mean, were they? Hmm. Was, it right, was it the right decision to, you know, fire Houston Nutt and, and bring in Bobby Petrino for a, a couple years? That didn't end up working out well. They had some fun seasons. Those were fun. But, uh, man, the last decade's been rough. Uh, you know, was it the right decision to fire Brett to bring in Chad Morris?
4: Hmm.
2: I mean, it was the right decision. to They had to make a change. But (laughs) it led to hiring Chad Morris. Was it the right decision to fire Chad Morris and, and move on to Sam Pittman? Well, right now, does that look like it's, you know, light years better? It's a little better, but it's not anywhere, you know, where our expectations are for this program. And so what you do is you sell hope that things will be right with the next guy. And you know when you're young, and you're in you know in the first year or two with a new staff, if things are trending in the right direction, they're trending in the right direction. But then suddenly, everything's not okay, and it's it's very sudden when it happens. Uh, I made this point maybe yesterday that when Brett Beulah was going into his last year, year five, you know people were disappointed with the way the season before ended, but nobody was saying, all right, this is it for him. He's gonna be out at the end of the year. Nobody was saying that to start the season. Nobody was saying as bad as Chad Morris's first year was, nobody was saying this guy's probably getting fired in year two, before year two. Nobody was saying that. Nobody said this season, Sam Pittman may very well get fired after this year. You know, it just it happens very suddenly, it happens before you expect it. Because when you're in it, it's just it's a different feeling than when you're projecting and thinking about how you'll feel about something. So what's the right answer? I said before, you know, the right answer is that they surge in these. What you got to hope for, in my opinion, is that they, Dan Enos was a huge problem with this team, and he's gone now, and they surge ahead. That's what you got to hope for, like win four games in a row and get things fixed. And, I mean, that would be, I know nobody wants to hear that now, but we'll see when you're sitting in it again. Because coaching changes don't always work out just because this guy's not getting it done in your opinion, um you know it doesn't mean the next guy will, or you might strike lightning. you know a lot of people are willing to change the quarterback because you know there's a hot shot freshman on campus, and he might be the next big thing until he isn't, and then the next guy you know you're always looking for as a fan, I think you know greatness versus you know just getting by and that's perfectly reasonable I think you know I mean as a fan so yeah I don't know what the answer is for for Arkansas I don't know what it is for I mean we won't know until we we know I guess when you look at it you say okay there's nothing left to salvage Um, you know we'll say this about Sam and you know I'm not defending the situation or making excuses but it is six an average of six points per loss, and that's not a good trend either. Being one in ten, one and nine in your last ten uh, one possession games, um, but it's not the bad. It's not as bad as the situation was with Chad Morris, where players just completely quit, and the locker room was awful. You had, I mean, I'm talking literally. You had offensive coaches didn't like the defensive coaches. Old guys didn't like the young guys. Um, it was just bad. Offense didn't like the defense. I mean, it's just it was just bad all the way around, you know. Chad Morris walking around saying uh, "measure twice and cut once" while you know he was irresponsible. I thought I thought he was really irresponsible and didn't didn't back up what he said on a lot of stuff. And I I think I feel like the players saw through that uh, right out of the gate. Um, that's not the same situation with with Pittman. Uh, they're losing a lot of close games, and unfortunately. It's a lot of close games, and it could end up costing him his job. And so, uh, but after that, I don't know. And I I know people. I've heard people say, you know, uh, they never should have hired Sam Pittman. Well, let me tell you what your options were, because I covered the coaching search. I've gotten pretty good at covering coaching searches over the years. We we have some fun with it, and it's it's a wild ride. But uh, what it came down to was (laughs) almost like three people. I mean, it literally did. In terms of um, somebody with head, you know, head coaching experience that the fans would have been happy with, I don't. There, there wasn't anybody. I mean, we went through just about everybody, and nobody wanted the job. Um, it came down to Barry Lunny, Sam Pittman, and I reported this, and nobody believed me. But uh, you know, a national news outlet reported that Arkansas had interviewed Deion Sanders. But when I reported, everybody laughed at me and told me I was crazy. But they interviewed him twice. Obviously, we know that now. But Dion at the time had no head coaching experience. He was He had not even coached at Jackson State yet. Uh, so that was, you know, a pretty impractical. Would have been a pretty impractical choice at the time, also. But that, that's, you know, that was that was basically where we were. You know, once Drinkwitz turned it down, and Kiffin turned it down, and Fuente turned it down, everybody, everybody that they reached out to, and. Yeah, that's that was the situation at the time. Everybody mistook this situation with Arkansas as it being an Arkansas problem and not just hiring the wrong guys. And that's what they did a couple times here. You know, they hired the wrong guy. And um, But you can win at Arkansas. I mean, you can. You can recruit to Arkansas. And the landscape is changing with NIL and Transfer Portal, where you can level the playing field. And you cannot... You cannot say that anything at Arkansas is not what it should be in terms of facilities and support, and I've, I said this, you know, on Saturday. But the fans want to be there. The fans want to be there for Arkansas. Uh, but you can't just give them, keep giving them nothing. You just you can't. And so that's a long answer, but ultimately, Sam Pittman's got to win. And to me, you get you better hope he wins because. It could be an interesting offseason, and, you know, you're going to have to start over at some point. But I know what Pittman's ultimate goal is, is to get the the, the the situation, you know, in a great spot and eventually pass the job on to somebody on his staff. You know, have the situation in such a great place that you you pass it on and keep things going. And, you know, I know he talked about this at his press conference, but he's worried about 65 people that work under him also who would, a large majority of them would be looking for jobs as well. And he's worried about winning. He doesn't want his buyout. That's that's not just lip service, you know. I've had conversations with him uh, about what his goals are for the program and the future. So that would probably be the ideal situation is to, you know, storm through the gates these last four games. The offense really picks it up, and Enos was a big problem. That's probably what you got to hope for. And if it's not, then you start over, and, you know, it'll it'll be a rough transition year one, probably, but, uh, you know, maybe the new guy will get it sorted out and, and uh, be the right choice, but that's my opinion. Ace,
1: good afternoon. Question or comment for Trey?
7: Yes, gentlemen, thanks for uh, taking the call. Trey, uh, it was a long answer, but I think you got to some of what I was going to ask. You know, I have two questions, and... Uh, you're very straightforward. Did we solve the problem getting rid of Enos, In your opinion, okay. I know we don't know, but I want to know what you think. And secondly, um, is Sam Pittman our Mike Anderson? The footballs Mike Anderson. Hmm. You know that. Yeah. You know is that. Is it's that, not a bad is point. That what we're looking I think- at?
2: Yeah, it's not a bad point. First of all, no, I don't think that just, uh, as, after all of that that I just said, <laughs> I yeah. no, I don't think that just firing Enos was the answer to the problems. They've got some serious issues uh, up front on the offensive line. Maybe going more up-tempo yeah. can help mitigate some of that stuff versus you know being more methodical as they've been. Uh, but, no, this just getting rid of Enos isn't uh as much as i you, you pull for that to be the problem I, I don't think that is um and you you make a a good analogy i think with mike anderson in a lot of ways um you know after john pelfrey was here there were similar thank you asked. situation there were similar you know things that i saw with pelfrey's basketball team and you know chad morris's football team not quite to the extent as morris's football team but there were still you know a lot of issues in my opinion, that they had no choice but to make a change. Um, And Anderson came in and and breathed life back in. And, you know, it, it took Anderson a while to get things going, though. You know, it wasn't like he just came in and year two they win nine games like they did in football. Year two, I don't remember them going to the NCAA tournament. I think it was not until year three. But Anderson was a cultural fit, got fans excited again about basketball. But eventually, you know, I think what the analogy he's taking is, you know, never got Arkansas over the hump. And that's kind of the sentiment right now with Pittman.
1: All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. That is Trey Biddy of Hawksports.com, being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. I'm Randy Rainwater, Drive Time Sports. We'll continue in a moment.
8: Hi, neighbor. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. Fall is upon us. Don't go into the cold, wet winter months wondering if your roof will hold up till spring. Get peace of mind now. Visit shamrockroofer.com for a chance to win a new roof, free. Join Morning Mayhem this Friday, broadcasting live from Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram and Sherwood. Start your trick or treating with a trip to Fletcher Dodge this Friday morning on 103.7 The Buzz. At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important. And they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar. All ready to take home and serve to your family tonight. This week's special is stuffed cabbage rolls for only $6.49 per pound with seasoned carrots for $4.49 per pound. From sales, service, parts, and rental equipment, River Valley Tractor does it all. And does it right, your leading Kubota dealer is right around the corner with five locations throughout Central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor, serving Central Arkansas in Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, and Pine Bluff. Work smarter this year, not harder, with River Valley Tractor. Online at rivervalleytractor.com. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think.
4: Hi folks, it's Chris Zender here at Frank Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Sherwood. You wanted big discounts on new rams? Well, we got them. Up to $10,000 off all new rams. On Bighorns, we got 72 months at 0% and at 72 months at 2.9 on all new ram Laramies. And on 2500s, we got up to $9,000 off. We got Frank Fletcher's lowest price on every new ram on the lot. Come see us, folks. We're making deals on all new rams. And we have up to $10,000 off in discounts on new Jeep Grand Cherokees. We've got the deal. Deal you're looking for on the new Dodge Chrysler Jeep or Ram. Talk to us before you buy anywhere else. Just tell us what you're looking for and how much you want to pay, and we'll find it. At Fletcher Dodge, you always get the best price, the lowest finance rate, and more for your trade, and we promise you a hassle-free buying experience. So come see us and give us a chance to earn your business. Shop Fletcher Dodge and Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Wooden Road and Sherwood, or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. Where can you find 16 cold beers on tap, the largest Irish whiskey selection in town, weekday happy hour, as well as college, pro, and even World Cup football games all on big screen TVs? Oh, and let's not forget the great food, great drinks, daily lunch specials, music on the weekends, and a private party room available with reservation. Well, of course it's Dugan's Pub, your favorite Irish pub in Little Rock since 2010. Dugan's Pub, downtown 3rd and Rock Street. Dugan's Pub
8: Check out River City Flooring in Maumelle at their huge new showroom on Maumelle Boulevard, just off 430.
0: Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish Studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You're in hog heaven. This is Drive Time Sports, a presentation of the Buzz Radio Network.
1: Drop Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. I'm Randy Rainwater, Rick Schaefer, out today. There is strength in the numbers that you see from First Security Bank. Over $7 billion in assets. Over 75-plus locations. Banks, mortgages, investments trust and wealth management, public finance, plus over 900-plus employees, and over 98-plus ATMs, and the beautiful thing is you can bank wherever you are. That is First Security Online and Mobile Banking. It's convenient and it's secure. The First Security Online and Mobile Banking allows you to manage your bank accounts on your time. Check your balances. View your transactions. Transfer money between accounts. Pay your bills. Get started online. Go to fsbank.com. Click on the enroll link and follow the simple steps. Bank better wherever you are. Remember, FDIC equal housing lender, only in Arkansas. That's first, security bank. And let's check in with Heath. Heath is not there. Well, that gives us an opportunity to catch up a little bit on our Asher Record Service Company, live in Feedback, and our Southern Structural Solutions. Buzz text line. Let's see. Butterflies and rainbows. The longer we put off the inevitable, the worse off the program will be. We need to be looking for a head coach now, preparing for recruiting, and ready to spend bucks to, gets, to get lots of new blood here. Are you referencing only in regards to uh, the new blood? Is that coaches? Is that players? Is that both? But... Um, you first have to negotiate the buyout which I think in some regards is going to determine how much you can invest going forward because um buyouts are real Pittman's buyout anywhere from 12 to 25 million it's a lot of dollars um, so we'll see but um This might be a case where you have to take the pedal off of the push to improve to the max, to the tune of $200 million on Bud Walton Arena. Maybe you have to cut that in half. Maybe you have to cut it almost by three quarters. Who knows? But um, a lot of money is going to be needed to renovate Bud Walton Arena. How much do you want to take away from that? to make this transition with another coach. Some will say, do whatever you got to do. Gus says, Sam is experiencing head coach growing pains. We can expect him not to make the same mistake twice, or he will be fired. I'm not sure he will make it at this point to see if he would repeat the same mistake twice. J.C. says... Would Gus Malzahn be a good hire? I think after the last go-around with Gus Malzahn, I'm not sure there's many who would want to go through that recruiting process again with um, Coach Malzahn. Looked like all it did at that time was get him a better deal. Great buyout from Auburn. Middletrap says Trey is the lip service of Sam Pittman. Now, oh, Middletrap, gracious. Um <laughs> Middletrap, that's mean. That's mean. He's just giving his opinions on things. Okay. Let's see this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. This from the 501. The university should have just held its nose and hired Dion. We all know it wasn't about education anyway, but the AD and the president and the chancellor and all the rest have to act like it is about student-athletes. We know that is bull. At least we could get the athletes here if Dion was the coach. We'll never know. Uh, This from the 870. Are expectations too high? Should we expect Arkansas to be a national contender in football? Expectations always have to be managed. That's, That's part of it. And I do realize that sometimes, and I'm guilty of it as well, that we over evaluate we over uh we see things as it was in the spring game. we're thinking, oh, boy, this is exciting. I think Isaiah Satania had close to two hundred yards receiving, I know he caught multiple bombs in that game, I mean they were chunking all over the parking lot that day, well inside the stadium, but um, I don't know i uh, that's that is. It is so puzzling where this went south so quickly, which it did. Um, is the basketball game on TV tonight? Are you talking about the Purdue game on Saturday? It's on SEC Plus. Game time is three o'clock, and we do know that. Uh, It will be carried on radio. We will have it right here on our flagship station, 103.7, The Buzz. And that pregame will start at 2.30. So just like it would be under normal circumstances. But I don't know what game you're talking about tonight unless you're talking about the NBA. Um, J.K. in Fairfield Bay. J.K. says, Randy, why always transition... Oh, wait a minute. That didn't come up. That was a different one. Okay. Well, he since uh my... Okay. I got you. Um, Why always transition with the Razorback football program every few years? Is this school transitioning to basketball some can argue this is a basketball state has been a basketball state I still think it's a football state but I think basketball is we've had this discussion before I think football and basketball even though the revenue is not the same but I think many are feeling that the successful program Year in, year out, especially under Musselman, is basketball. Now, you can go back. It's traded a few moments ago. You can go through that tree of coaches after Coach Sutton. It took a while. If you remember some hard times, many years did not go to the big dance until Arkansas finally struck it rich with Eric Musselman. Let's check in with Bill. Bill, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time
4: Sports. Uh,
5: thank you. I appreciate it. I, I just want to say that I just feel like it's all about the coach. I mean, it's proven, you know, for eight years before we got muscleman, we didn't have anything. Mm-hmm. He comes in and in four years, I mean, look what he's done. You follow? I mean, coach. A coach is what it takes. And that's the same thing with football. I mean, we've won at Arkansas and we have a great tradition when we have a real coach. A real coach knows what it takes to win and he gets the players that he needs to win and, you know, he can coach. <laughs> it doesn't, you know, he doesn't have the discipline. If he does, he takes care of that. But that's just my opinion.
1: I think it's a valid point. I mean, coaches—they are. That's the backbone. That's the face of the program. That's the direction of the program. And Arkansas's had some. Extremely successful coaches, obviously from Coach Brulls to Lou Holtz to Kenny Hatfield. Like it or not, Houston Up was successful at Arkansas. There's that there's been some successful times that Arkansas has enjoyed. But as of late, there's been a lot of disappointment. A lot of wasted dollars. And the product The ultimate product is what people are going to support. And if the product stinks, people aren't going to support it. Just that simple. People are not going to support it. Fans are not fickle as much as you've got to do things with your head and not your heart. And I have talked to many, many people who are so upset of the money they invested this past weekend Going to the game in Fayetteville And they didn't feel like they got even a dollar's worth Of what they invested Jim, good afternoon Welcome to Drop Time Sports
6: Hey Randy, how you doing this afternoon?
1: What's up buddy, how are you?
6: Hey, I'm uh, doing good I've, I had the privilege this last weekend Of attending both games uh, Friday night games a lot of fun to watch. Uh, those guys are going to be real exciting this year. Looking forward to it. Um, but you're right, Saturday game. Nobody. It was pretty disappointing. Um, you know, I didn't. I didn't leave early because I don't. But it's really disappointing to, to to make the effort, the money, and spend the entire weekend up there for that. Um, my question for you, I'm, uh, Eno's. I, I was in support of him being sent on down the road let him find something better for him it just wasn't working obviously but my question is why is cody kennedy still there because that seems to be the one common denominator for every problem with that offense is the offensive line is it just because the players are just really not as good as they should be yet or is he just failing at his job that badly it seems to me like he should have went before he knows in my opinion
1: Well, here's the question, and I I, I guess you missed this in the first hour when we were talking about Cody Kennedy. We're going to find out if it was Dan Enos, if it was Dan Enos and his scheme that he was asking players in the offensive line to do things they weren't capable of doing, that, that they weren't ready, strong enough, physically enough physical enough to play in Enos's preferred style of play? Or is it going to be a combination? Wrong scheme, but then the offensive line coach has got to answer going forward for his poor production.
4: Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst each Friday on Drive Time Sports. Brought to you by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile.
8: Deer season is upon us, and if there's no tree for a tree stand in your favorite hunting spot, then let Max Prairie Wings and Stuttgart help you out with a ground blind instead. Starting at just 125, their all-new Rhino 180 see-through blind takes the world of ground blind hunting to a whole new level. This unique two-way mesh system prevents wild game from seeing in while allowing you to see out with no obstructions. Also check out their Tacticam Reveal X-Pro Trail cameras that text real-time photos to your cell phone. All this and more are available in-store or online at maxpw.com.
1: Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby.
8: See Dan Cook in North Little Rock, Steve Fisher in Stuttgart, or Jay Vandover in Little Rock. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Double B's is a growing Arkansas company with 34 locations in our state. Small local businesses are the largest employers nationally and create two out of every three new jobs. Buying locally at Double B's means creating more opportunities for local residents to work in our communities. When dollars are spent locally, they are respent locally, paying more salaries and building the local tax base. You want to keep Arkansas thriving and unique? Support an Arkansas-owned business like Double B's, which helps define our community's self-image and creates Arkansas pride for our Kansans. Double B's is of Arkansas. And four, Arkansas, Double Beasts. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double Beasts. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. Hunting season has arrived in Arkansas. Alcoa Community FCU has the perfect loan to cover all your hunting adventures, whether hunting the natural state and looking for a new travel trailer or going on an expedition. Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union will help get you there with the perfect loan. Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. Now serving Saline, Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. Online at alcoacommunityfcu.org
0: Make plans now to be at the Pine Bluff Regional Park Saturday, October 28th for one of the world's largest barbecue championships. It's the annual Sissy's Log Cabin Smoke on the Water Championship, presented by Saracen Casino. Food trucks, sampling, craft vendors, games for the kids, and it's all free for the entire family. And this year's event is headlined by Bluffet, featuring the son of a sailor band's tribute to the one and only jimmy buffett and the coral reefer band for more information visit smoke this ad paid for with accommodations of take funds in arkansas's land of legends tourism association funds welcome back to drive time sports live from the eat my catfish studios where it's much like any of the seven eat my catfish locations minus the always fresh delicious food options like the family packed catfish dinners Often imitated, but never duplicated. This is Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater on the Buzz Radio Network.
1: Welcome back to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. I got, uh, again, sample some of the great specials that you find to double these. When I say sample, I'm talking about the Cheetos or the Doritos but I actually took it a step further. Now, I haven't really been a true beef jerky kind of person, but I thought, I'm going to give it, I want to try it. And uh, they've got both the four ounce and the 10 ounce traditional style beef jerky. So I thought I'm just going to start with the four ounce. That way, if I don't like it, at least I didn't, you know, it waste a whole lot, so to speak. I liked it. And I'm gonna try some more. They right now, Double Beast, has the four ounce traditional style beef jerky for eleven ninety nine. And I thought initially, wow, that seems to be high. But then I checked around and no, that's a very good price. And uh I've always been a huge fan. I've talked about it way too many times, but I've always been a huge fan of honey buns. So that goes back years and years and years ago. I have my own special way. I like to dress it up, so to speak, putting the butter, put it on the grill, let it kind of get crispy. Oh my goodness, that is so, so good. And I have fallen in love with the core hydration water, 30 ounce, just $2, regularly two seventy nine. So that's saving money there. You can save money not only in these items, but a bunch more specials that Double B's has each and every month. This is the October specials at Double B's, where you gas it, you grab it, and you go. Now, let's go to
0: Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoop Scoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers
1: going the extra mile. Well, we <laughs> have Mr. Kevin Hoop Scoop McPherson with us. We've been, Damon you, and I you both.
7: You could have used that, those 15 minutes to dub in better late than never into the intro. Well, okay, because
1: I start saying I've been looking at, and Damon's been looking at the little flashing light that uh, you call in on, and I'm thinking, well, I guess he's just taking a, a vacation today. We are
4: honored
0: that you could join us.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well,
7: I was having a hard time getting in, guys, apparently 15 minutes worth of. Uh, my own self-engineering over here to get my phone to get it to work to go through. I don't know what was going on.
1: Well, we're glad that we have you with us now. We have okay.
7: A connection, a live spark.
1: What did you learn today? What did you learn today from the press conference that involved stu- two student athletes and, of course, Eric Musselman?
7: Well, we did a lot of talking about seven, four, two, three hundred pounds. Zach Eadie, the returning, the reigning. Nate Smith Trophy National Player of the Year, first-team All-American for Purdue, team that you know won the Big Ten last year, 15-5, and 29-6, excuse me, final record. But you know what happened, right? They finished third-ranked last year in the final AP poll, same as they come in this year. They were a number-one season in the tournament, and they became the second team of all time to get knocked out in the first round by a 16 seed, fairly Dickinson. But Zach Eadie... Uh, leads a team of mostly returnees, guys, they, and they've added a key piece of transfer, senior grad from Southern Illinois in the backcourt, but just about everybody's back. This is a team that, you know, we can talk about how poorly Purdue does in March, and people do. You know, it's been kind of a, a problem up there, hmm. not just last year. That might have been the worst of it, being a one seed, losing to a 16. Um, and, you know, they've had some success, too, in the NCAA tournament, but mostly you get a lot of upsets. But look at what they do from October to February. Last year, they won both their preseason games. One of those was against Cincinnati. Won their first 13 games to roll through November and December. Picked up their first loss against Rutgers in the Big Ten play uh, the first part of January, and then went on a nine-game winning streak. That team was, I think they were 22-1 and by the time February 1st got around. So they're really good coming out of the gates and having... And, and, you know, around with all the turns, and, and it's the backstretch that gets them. And so Arkansas is going to catch. We talk about how veteran this Arkansas team is with five returnees, but they do have, you know, those uh, eight newcomers with, you know, six out of the pool. Purdue's got a lot. I mean, a lot of guys that have played three or four years already in, in that system, and they've got cohesion. And they had their four game summer tour this summer just in case they felt like they needed to find things and things uh, and get on the court and, get, you know, do a little extra bonding and, figure some things out heading into the season. Uh, so, you know, I think a lot of the talk, obviously, in that press conference, Randy, was where, you know, Mussman kind of going through a lot of this stuff. You know, this is a team, he said, is probably way ahead of where Arkansas is right now, which makes sense, and I kind of ran through a lot of it. Uh, those are, to me, are the talking points on why you take Purdue seriously, you put your best foot forward, but you try to get better off of this game, win or lose.
1: Well, the we- major question it sounded like today that coach musselman is interested in discovering is how they're going to defend against a team that has so many potential weapons is what purdue does yeah
7: well it does start with eighty over 22 points a game 13 rebounds last year over two blocks he altered shots i mean he's seven foot four Mm-hmm. you know uh he's not a plus athlete but he is 300 pounds he is a mountain of a space eater and he carves out that space ten a 10 to 12 foot bubble around the basket and so different things you throw at him if you try to double or help with a third guy he's gonna make a pass out or on the on the on the weak side to a cutter uh and if you and if you and if you're slow trying to help on gap stuff uh in recovery those guards will eat you up with a quick pass to him and he's all he does is turn. He doesn't need to be explosive. He turns. If he can get the ball above his shoulders, he's already at the rim. Doesn't have to leave his feet much. And so he's just hard to deal with them, and their guards are crafty. They're not big. They're small on the perimeter. They've got a lot of size and physicality on the front line and depth there, but their guards, you know, two freshmen last year that started every game uh, that are really, really good basketball players, and they've added a transfer from Southern Illinois who brings scoring and three-point shooting as well. This is just a really good team, you know, top eight. They go about eight deep, like Arkansas. But, again, these guys have been playing not only college basketball for a long time, like many of Arkansas's guys, but they've been together doing it. They've been at Purdue doing it. Um, And that's a little bit different dynamic than when you're in October still, figuring out how guys all mess together, even with all that experience Arkansas brought in and some of the guys they brought back. And then you've got the question marks with guys like Brazil still, even though Musman said, they don't expect a minutes restriction, well, he said it'll probably only play 15 to 25 minutes, which is a restriction based on where you <laughs> think you'll be when it counts. Games account right. counted. So maybe their plan is to play more guys, more minutes, win or lose. Now, I'm guessing if they're in this game with a chance to win it, we may see some of those expectations on minutes go up for guys, but he said 15 to 25 for him. He said Graham's been trying to get back in practice, and uh, he, he was so limited in how much he could move getting up down the court that if his condition remains that way up to game time he's not going to play him Uh, we know Battle made a return too and led Arkansas scoring in that first exhibition game these are worlds apart these opponents D2 brand new team one returning player new coach talent level vastly different than Arkansas's and that led to a 92-39 difference this is a much different uh, opponent in every way imaginable uh, coming up Saturday at Walton Arena no football game by the way I think that place might just get packed, guys, even though it's on SEC Network Plus live stream.
1: Yeah, he said today that uh, it's already up to 14,000 sold tickets. Combine that with 3,000 tickets they're holding uh, for the students. That's 17,000. What is capacity, Kevin? 19 plus? Is that still the capacity yeah. there at Bud Walton?
7: Well, it's, at times it's been nineteen two. We know back in the day they get enough people in there, count every soul, everybody that could fog a mirror, and that that was over twenty. Uh, they do it a little differently now, uh, and I think I don't know if Max is nineteen two or somewhere in the upper eighteens, but uh, you know w- we know what that place is like with nearly twenty thousand people in it, give or take a few, Uh and, you know they may just get close to doing it.
1: I would not. Doubted at all. Well, Kevin, that went rather quickly. We will talk. Gotta get them in a running game, guys. <laughs> Gotta get them
7: running and get some turnovers and, and hang on the glass with them. Let's Gotta find a way. Let's right.
1: play ball. Thank you, Kevin. That's Kevin McPherson. They're known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of hogbill.net. Thanks to our friends at Fence Brokers.
4: Hour number three straight ahead. Have you gone all summer long and you've had pain in your knees, your back, your hips, maybe even your shoulder? Well, why don't you try to get rid of that pain? Hey, everybody, it's RJ Hawk. I've been talking about QC Kinetics now for quite some time, and I've got friends, family members across the country that are using QC Kinetics right now, and it is changing their life. And the best part? No drugs, no